Hey listeners, this is your host Brian Almeida. I have a special announcement before we get started on this week's solo episode. I'm going to be offering a handful of my guests what I want to call a 15-minute discoverable call. Uh, this is just 15 minutes with me to discuss anything you want, uh, podcasting, something going on in your life, you know, facing vulnerability, whatever it might be. I'm going to include a link for my calendar in the show notes where you can book your 15-minute call, and I look forward to speaking with some of you soon. Thanks and take care. Welcome to the Vulnerable Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Almeida. Each week, we'll share inspiring stories and tips on facing vulnerability and the lessons we can use to help us be able to find success and fulfillment in our own lives. With each episode, we hope to impact one listener. And if anything you've heard has impacted you, we'd appreciate you sharing it on social. Thank you for listening. Now let's get vulnerable. Today is Relatable Thursday. Hey listeners, it's that time of the week again. Today's another episode of Relatable Thursday. Uh, So this week I want to touch on the subject of friendships. Uh, So this is something that, um, well, I I think all of us have friends, so it's definitely relatable. But aside from that, I think it's something that we all struggle with in in many ways. Um, For myself, I mean, most of my really good friendships haven't uh, or didn't happen until, uh, you know, sort of later on in my life in the last probably five years or so. Um, You know, a lot of the friends that I had growing up, I I don't necessarily talk to or even know uh, for the most part anymore. And I think there's a lot of different reasons for that, which I'll get into throughout the episode. But uh, but yeah, I mean, to get to get into a few, you know, sort of stories of my own, like I said, growing up, uh, you know, I, I sort of. I had, you know, a key group of friends for the first few years of grade school, then um, towards the end of grade school, friendships sort of, you know, separated high school, I think every single year, I spent, you know, trying to change who I was the the way that I dressed, the music that I listened to, my hobbies, whatever it might be, just to sort of fit in with a group of friends. And, and it wasn't until college where I sort of came into my own. But even then, you know, I didn't make any friendships during college that are were were long lasting, you know, sort of friendships. And and I don't know if that's just me personally or if it's something to do with maturity. I'd like to think that, you know, the reason that a lot of my closer or stronger friendships have come into my life in the last few years is just because I, I sort of knew, know who I am and I also know what I want out of a friendship. Um, you know, when we're growing up, I think a lot of it just has to do with the fact that, you know, we're around those people so much. And, and you know, don't get me wrong, I think it's great that we can build sort of lifelong friendships with people. You know, my youngest brother has been friends with, you know, most of his friends since they were in kindergarten, which I think is amazing. But I think that, you know, that that's not necessarily the way that it works for everybody. Um, you know, and, and, and again, it, it could just be that, that, you know, they had a lot of relatability in their hobbies and stuff as kids, which I know they did in terms of sports and stuff like that. Uh, whereas, like I said, for me growing up, I think a lot of what I did to sort of make friends was change who I was or try and adapt to who they were to, to, to sort of, I guess, fit in with, with who, who they needed me to be, to be their friend. And, and, and this has even happened, you know, in in recent years, I, you know, I know that sort of, you know, to go back to when I um, bought my first house with my wife, you know, we were about 25 years old, we moved into our first townhouse and, you know, by pure, I guess, luck in a lot of ways, 
most of our neighbors in that neighborhood were around our age. And so very quickly, I built relationships with the people that were closest to me. And we, because we were literally next door, like, you know, we shared a wall essentially with each other. Um, you know, some of those relationships became really strong, really quick. And we would hang out with them quite a lot. You know, one of our, our neighbors, we would literally hang out with almost every Friday night, um, having some drinks and just hanging out. And, you know, we were at birthday parties for each other. We kids birthday, like whatever was going on, we sort of all knew what was going on. Um, but one thing I noticed is that, you know, when we all sort of moved on from that first place, it was hard to keep that same amount of contact. And, I don't know that if that was all the reason that those friendships didn't work out or if there was more to it, but, you know, there was definitely, you know, like uh, there was definitely, I don't know if, you know, uh, I don't know what the word, I don't know if the blame is a little bit strong, but, you know, it seemed like there was sort of like this thing of, you know, well, because I used to talk to that person every day, um, that because I wasn't talking to them every day outside of this, that I wasn't as good of a friend, which I don't think was necessarily the case. I think just life changes, things change, people change, you know, throughout our lives and, and situations, everything. It just, sometimes the upkeep of a friendship isn't as easy as it once was. Like I said, when you're sharing a wall with somebody and, you know, it's as easy as just stepping outside and they're, they're, the person's there, it's much easier to sort of build that relationship, especially at a quicker pace and maintain it. Uh, whereas, you know, when you move away to a different city or a further distance or whatever it might be, it, 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 that that adds a new barrier. And obviously that shouldn't be a reason not to be friends, but sometimes those barriers can cause tension and can cause problems. And they definitely have for me, you know, and I, I you know, th- there's also been, you know, just like people that I've met, um, you know, I remember going on our honeymoon, my wife and I, and, you know, we met a couple on our honeymoon that literally lived like two blocks away from where our new house was. And we thought, you know, we got to know them over the week that we were away and we thought we'd be close or good friends with them when we got back. And we did see them a couple more times, but then again, that, that friendship sort of, you know, uh, over time it, it grew its distance and haven't really talked to them since either and so again it's just these are just examples to show that you know like in certain situations a friendship that you might gain might be a lot easier and also I think you know for me I have to be careful as to who I define as a friend because I, I think that some people in our lives are and in and, and my life in particular are actually your real true friends they're the people that you can lean on they're the people that will support you they're the people that you can count on that you can talk to and then there's a lot of people who are sort of more acquaintances and and for me I don't know if I've done the best job of defining that throughout my life uh, you know I think some people that I may have considered like my closest friends or best friends you know, it may have just been in the moment or at that time because they were such a major part of my life. Um, and, and so, yeah, I, I, again, I don't know if any of my listeners, as you're listening to this, are sort of in their head going, yeah, you know, that's happened to me. Or if you've had issues with friendships or maintaining friendships. Um, but, you know, a couple of things that I want to get into that I think can help us all with with the, the struggles that friendship might sort of uh, present um, you know, he, the, here's a couple of things that sort of have worked for me. And so this first one in, in the last few years has been huge for me. And, and that goes back to what I sort of ended with uh, when I was telling my story there is the fact that, you know, you sort of have to define 
did the difference between a true friend and an acquaintance. Uh, you know, uh, my wife would put it um, uh, quality over quantity, or and other people might put it that way as well. But the, the point is, is to to realize that certain friendships are, you know, they're they're again those people that are going to be there for you, those people that you can count on, that that will support you, that you can open up to, and all that. Those are the the real true friends. And I've heard multiple times throughout my life that you can count your real friends, your true friends on one hand. And I, I honestly believe that. I mean, I don't think I've filled up an entire hand yet, but that's beyond the point. The point is that, you know, there's probably only about five people that you can really consider your true friends for for your for life or whatever time period it might be um, whereas a lot of people that come in again are just going to be those acquaintances they you might get to know them quite well but they may not necessarily be there for 5 10 15 you know or or a lifetime right uh, i think another important thing to remember and and sort of move on to my next point would be that we have to realize that friendships are are two-way street uh, and what I mean by that is that both parties have to work on the relationship. It can't just be like, you know, I have to call you all the time or you have to call me all the time or, or you know, you have to plan things or whatever. Like it, 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 there can't be sort of this, this blame placed um, or, or, you know, that, uh, that if you're not doing something enough that you're not really a, a good friend or whatever the case might be, like it has to go both ways. The effort has to be put in. By both parties and to go along with that I think we have to set standards too like and our expectations like we have to understand what the other party's expectation is from the friendship and vice versa you know like I have friends that I might not see for three four five six months but then the day that we get back together it's like nothing changed and like we we saw each other the day before and I think when you do that you sort of are able to avoid that blame and that guilt that feeling of like I didn't talk to you for like an entire week and oh my god you know you avoid that if you know that the expectations of the other person are that you know for your friendship means something to them whether you talk like I said, every day, every week, or you don't talk for months at a time, right? So you, you have to sort of set that with the people that you, you talk to, or at least understand what they're looking for or what what they want from the friendship. Otherwise, again, you get into this game of blame and guilt and so on, right? Uh, another thing that, like I said, during the, during the first part there, and, and, and my next point would be that we have to recognize that people change, life changes, like there, there's certain things that are going to bring you closer and there's certain things that are going to cause you to drift apart. And that could be, you know, like a lot of the friends like that I was talking about in the beginning of this episode, you know, a lot of them had kids. Uh, and my wife and I at the time when we were living in that first house, we didn't have any kids. And I think that, you know, as much as we were able to build some good friendships, I think that the, maybe the one part that didn't connect us all was the the difference in our lives and the fact that you know they had children we didn't and so there's part of our part of their life that we couldn't necessarily understand and there's part of our life that they couldn't understand because we had a lot more freedom in a sense to do things and and so again you know as we're becoming parents soon that might change relationships that we currently have it might better them and it may sort of worsen them it's it's hard to tell right but we have to also respect the fact that when these things change and when people change that it's not necessarily about us uh, that we're not friends with them or that we're not talking anymore it's just sort of a part of life right and we have to respect each other and understand that um you know i i think that 
going back to um you know one of the points that i made about your your friends your true friends being counted on one hand i think the the as what i would say to to sort of add to that more is to be careful about who you choose in those people so as my next point i guess it'd be you know be careful as to who you consider those true friends like considering you only have a limited amount of them make sure that you choose the right people and and i know that's not easy and and obviously you know you may not get it right the first time the second time or even the third or fourth or or whatever but you know just make sure that you're paying attention to who you're surrounding yourself with because it definitely makes a difference on your attitude makes a difference in sort of your motivation it like I've really noticed over the last few years with the people that I've brought into my life and sort of who they are and what they do and everything has made a difference in who I am it's it's allowed me to explore certain things differently it's allowed me to be motivated differently so who you surround yourself with makes a lot of difference and and at times you're going to have to change you know you, there there may be somebody who you've been close with for years who you're noticing isn't having the most positive effect on your life. And so you're going to have to understand that and then either decide to have a conversation with them or separate yourself with them because you want to be very careful at who, who you surround yourself with, especially if it's on a consistent basis, whether that means daily or weekly or whatever, you know, just make sure that you're, you're careful about protecting your energy and, and protecting sort of your values. And if somebody doesn't align with them anymore, then be okay with sort of letting go in a sense. And then I think the, the, to the last point, and, and it really sort of ties into all of this, um, is that you have to have a level of trust with the people that you consider your, your real friends, your true friends, true, true friends. You have to be able to have those open and honest conversations with them because that's how you build the friendship. That's how you build a great foundation for a long-term friendship is being able to be open and honest with these people. Because if, if not them, then who? Right. I mean, like obviously family and, you know, and that's, I think, a given in a lot of ways. I think we should be able to be open with our family. Uh, they also know probably the most about us, uh, whether that be, you know, your brothers, sisters, aunts, uncles, parents, spouse, whatever, whoever it might be. But I think that your friends are also it's important to be able to have those open and honest conversations with them because it, it builds, like I said, that stronger bond um, with the, with those people. And so when you're you're trying to understand, like, again, who those people might be, maybe look at who are you able to open up the most? Who do you feel most comfortable around? Who is able to give you the best advice when you're when you're having these type of conversations? Who do you relate with? You know, all these type of things, because those I think are, are the keys to why people have those long-term relationships. Like I said, like my younger brother, knowing the same people from a kindergarten, it's more than likely because of the fact that throughout life, they've been able to sort of count on each other. And I think that's really key to, to, to building those friendships. So, yeah, I mean, that that's pretty much all I've got for this week. Um, you know, I, again, I, I really just at the end of the day, hope that, you know, when you guys listen to them, listen to these episodes, you're able to sort of look at things in your own life and, and take something away from this. Um, and, and if you're are struggling with friendships or whatever, you know, one of the other topics that I've spoken about might be, you know, I just hope that something I've said has helped you sort of, you know, contemplate and reflect on your own situation and, and may have helped. And as always, if you do want to talk about these things further, if you have other questions, reach out to me on social 
book a discoverable call. The link is in the show notes. I have, you know, would love to talk to you guys about any of these topics um, and, and give you more advice where I can. And I'm also even open to getting advice from you guys because I don't know everything and I'm just sharing my personal stories and hoping that they help. So that's uh, that's it for this week, guys. Um, hopefully you enjoyed it, like I said, and we'll talk to you again next Thursday. Take care. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the podcast, please subscribe and follow the podcast on Instagram at vulnerable.podcast or on Facebook and LinkedIn. You can also follow me, Brian Almeida, by searching my name on all platforms. If the podcast has impacted you in any way, I would also greatly appreciate a review. Lastly, if you know anyone with a great story of going from struggle to success, I would love to have them on. Thank you and see you next week.